Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 266 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show is a former IT professional who is now on a mission to help 10,000 people pleasers become confident and to do what they love. He teaches his clients how to find their purpose and how to powerfully share their stories so that they stand out in the job search process. So welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast, Brad Finkeldy. Yeah, thanks, Phil. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy to be here. Happy to help. Great. Brad, can you tell us a little bit about why you transitioned out of IT and and uh, are now obviously more focused on career development? Yeah, I'll make it really simple. Is that I am a geek and I am a nerd and I love tech and I, and I have for a long time. Um, but I have a passion for people. And I didn't realize that when I was in my tech career. I didn't realize that um, because I had gotten stuck behind the computer for so long. And um, it wasn't until someone, until I had a conversation with um, my first experience with a coach and she's like, Brad, I can tell you're not very confident and that you're using your big paycheck to impress people. And um, that was the first time that like someone told me the truth that I didn't want to hear, but I knew it was true in the moment. And I kind of like say I was like a gut punch of reality or a slap in the face, but a good kind of one, you know, and that woke me up and I started this journey to become a coach and, and I left the, um, uh, my IT career and, uh, it's been a wild, exciting, horrible, awesome, terrible, blessed, uh, <laughs> journey since then. Right. And how long have you been doing this? Um, I left in 2013 and, um, and then, so I've been doing it ever since really 2013. That's when the journey started. Right. Okay. Good. Okay. So Brad, can you share with us a career tip, one that the audience may not be aware of and perhaps should be? Yeah. Um, so, you know, right before I was rereading the, the notes here and I was like, you know what? The biggest issue for me was not really speaking up for myself. And really, I mean, that can come in so many different forms um, at work and at home, um, but specifically at work where you can leave a meeting and you're like, I wish I would have said that. I wish I would have shared my idea, but you feel ignored or you feel like um, you're going to hurt someone's feelings um, if you really speak up or it's just not your turn, quote unquote. So my you know number one tip is is like have the have the guts to speak up and and really share what your heart says that needs to be said in the moment. Like if you know a project's about to crash and burn you know, it's, it's part of your duty to, to share something. And that even goes, if it's your fault, <laughs> you know, if you put out some code or you put out, um, you know, something that you're like, oh man, I know oh, that's, that's going to cause the, the team over in India to have a lot of issues. Well, I'll call them in the morning, you know, yeah, speak up for yourself and admit that you might've done something wrong or share something that, you know, will make a difference for the whole team. Do you do you think that's something that that probably more more people who are earlier in their careers are are uh, should we say more likely not to speak up? I would definitely say that. I would say it was something I um, didn't do as much 
um, you know, I'd sit there behind, you know, the desk or in a meeting and, and, and I'd have all these ideas, some of them great, some of them horrible. <laughs> and, um, I just wouldn't share, you know, and I, and I would regret it afterwards. Um, and I know I've talked to a lot of people where, you know, they want to say this or they want to say that, um, but they, they want to get it right. A lot of times, like they, especially, um, in an engineering role, like the analytical mind is brilliant and, um, it has its purpose, but when when your when your heart says something or you know something from your gut that's just like that's just not right, but you don't know the answer, um, the analytical mind wants to say, well, you've got to know the answer before we do anything, and then you shut down because you don't want to be rejected or 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 something inside that realm, and um, it can be a tough process until you start actually speaking up and realizing, wait a minute, not everybody's going to kill me. <laughs> if I do. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Yes. I mean, it could be worse, couldn't it? If, if you leave it, um, the situation could just get, get worse or deteriorate. Oh, completely. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Brad, can you share with us your worst career moments and what you learned from that experience? Yeah. Um, this one, I was, I, when I first was you know, going over this and I was like, Oh, what did I mess up? What did I really, you know, like, did I shut a whole system down? And I know I've done that, you know, <laughs> cause an outage at night or something like that. Um, but that wasn't my worst moment. Uh, uh, my worst moment was when the manager uh, of the team that I was on asked me to step up and become, you know, a leader. And I turned him down because in the moment I didn't want to take on the responsibility. I didn't want to be up at all hours of the night and be working 24 seven. I was really selfish about, about that decision. But what I realized is that, and I didn't realize this until years later. And I actually, um, what I realized was my, my boss saw something in me I didn't see in myself. He saw my ability to lead. He saw my ability to work with people on a uh, on like a deeper level and to inspire them and and to kind of help them along with whatever it was you know we were dealing with. <clears throat> I didn't see that. I didn't see that um, within myself. And several years later, I realized that, and I reached back out to him. You know, it's been it's been a long time, but and I said, hey, I appreciate what you saw on me. You know, eight, five, ten years ago, I forget the time. Um, and he was really appreciative. He was like, yeah, you know, um, I, I saw that in you basically. And, um, so yeah, that would be the worst moment because my, my career would be in a whole different trajectory right now. So, <laughs> so you, you've taken that and obviously, you know, use that within your own career. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's something that, um, I think a lot of people deal with is like, uh, I think I can do this, but I don't really think I can. Like there's like a, if you're to look at it, like as a layer, you know, like you got your ground layer of something and you think you're like the, um, the earth, but there's something underneath that, like the roots and you can't see them, but you can tell they're there and they're telling you you're awesome and you're great and you should do this. And, and, but you got this thing on top of you that's kind of weighing you down and you're like, and it's telling, you no, right. And it's hard to hear, hard to see and understand, but once you hit it, man, it, it feels really great. And you feel really aligned inside of doing whatever that is for yourself. Yeah. Okay. So moving away from your worst moment, can you tell us about your career highlight to date? Yeah. Um, so kind of almost the opposite of that. 
So I had moved from St. Louis to Austin, Texas, and um, it was a big move for me because I was, you know, moving there and I didn't really know anybody. But um, I remember sitting on the side of this, uh, uh, the Barton Springs pool, and I was talking to to, uh, my girlfriend at the time, and I was like, man, I think this is going to be my next place, you know, and I, and, and so I got a job down there and I, I did it all remotely. This is before, you know, remote was a big thing and on an online interview was a big thing. Um, but we did it, you know, I got down there and I was like, man, this seems great. You know, the job seems wonderful, like all aligned. And, um, I had done a lot of like backend support, um, you know, for uh, WebSphere, for, um, some other like, uh, web hosting systems. And in the systems that I had worked, I knew what an old archaic system looked like. Cause I also work for AT&T. Um, and I got to this, uh, this new position and within three weeks I could tell that it was going to be more of the same of like endless nights and constant maintenance and like their, their servers and, and architecture um, and the were old. And I mean like old and they, they had a good face on their website. It looked great, but everything in the back end was just archaic. And on top of that, it was, it was for our government. So I mixed those two things in my mind. Um, I said, Okay, this is it's gonna have government, you know, red tape. Um, these are old archaic systems. And then I looked at the turnover and I was like, people aren't staying here at all that that very long. And then it hit me, I was like, Well, that's probably why they hired me. Because <laughs> they needed people. And I, I I and so the the highlight here is like I could stay where I wanted to be, or I could stay there and not be happy because I, I just knew the trajectory there. Like you could just see it on everybody's faces. You could see it in, in middle management, upper management. And I was like, man, I am, no, I'm just not going to do this. Like I could just tell. And I'm like, I'm done. And, um, I said, I put that like energy out there of like, I'm getting a new job. And I put my resume out there and I had a new job in two days. And it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fast. So, I mean, were, was there anything you did in particular to enable that to happen so quickly? Um, it was a mental switch. You know, it was, um, there's that really fine line when we're thinking that we want something and, and then we know we're going to go get it. And at that point in time, I just like, there was so much um, like upset and like, no way. I'm not going to spend the same endless nights, you know, supporting these archaic systems. It's just not who I am, right? It's just not like I, it's just what was actually happening underneath all of that, uh, Phil, was I was realizing, I was starting to realize, you know, that I'm more of a people person, but my external was, uh, was telling me, don't be behind the computer all day. Don't be behind the computer. That's not your core thing my core thing is I love working with people like with them, you know, on the phone, over the computer, um, you know, zoom now, now that we're all stuck in our houses, um, or, you know, face to face. Like when I get to be with someone and, and help them shift something for themselves so that they can make a, a belief change and then do something that they absolutely care about. Oh man, it's, it's better than any, any big paycheck out there. Yeah. So obviously you're, you're talking about belief and presumably it's all really about mindset. 
Um, yeah. Yep. And that's what that, that highlight was. It's like, I believed that I could get a job because I knew I had the skills. And I also knew like, this is not for me, like the position I was in. Okay. Um, Brad, can you tell us what excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT in particular? Um, you know, what excites me the most is that everything keeps getting simpler and easier. Yes. <laughs> you know, like if you watched uh, the SpaceX flight um, a few weeks ago, it, two astronauts looking at three big screens, they're touch screens. Um, and you compare that to, you know, 20, 30 years ago when, when we were sending people up in space and, you know, thousands of buttons and like, which is that, and, you know, uh, like all over the place. And same thing with like, you know, hosting websites and then building applications, um, you know, uh, coding and languages have gotten easier and easier and easier to implement. Um, I mean, we're doing this over the internet right now on a browser. Yep. How cool is that? Indeed. And you could press stop right now and have all the control. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, you mentioned the difference in the um, sort of the SpaceX dashboard, as it was. Um, I, I did see a post, I think it was on social media, where they showed the, I think it was the Apollo 11, um, one of the space shuttle dashboards, and then obviously the SpaceX. And obviously the difference over what is a 50 plus year period is, is substantial, isn't it? Really significant. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> I think I saw the same thing. <laughs> so we're definitely dialed into our audience. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right, so we're going to go into the reveal round now. We're going to find out a little bit more about you and the way you think. Are you ready for this? Yep, I'm ready, man. Yep. So what first attracted you to a career in IT? Um, I love technology from a young age. I was um, fabricating fake report cards from like 15 years old for a couple of years. That was one of my first like loves of technology. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. Okay. That was, that was my little 15, 16 year old that was duplicating stuff. But I loved to like create something that wasn't there before. And, um, you know, I had a, an old 386 and that just, I was just fascinated with, with how things worked and, you know, the original like windows three, one and, and, and everything. And so that just led me to going into technology and I got a degree in, uh, from DeVry and, um, you know, it's been ever since then, it's been great. What is the best career advice you've ever received? Um, I'm going to say, speak up for yourself because so many people don't share what they really want. Um, whether that's the the right job or whether they deserve, you know, a raise or it's not even that, you know, I think one of the biggest things in IT right now is not being acknowledged enough because so many systems are behind systems that are behind systems that are behind another system and you never get the acknowledgement, you know? Yep. And what is the worst career advice you've ever received? Do it for the money. <laughs> Yes. That was the, yeah, I made a, I made a pivot in my career. My first job, I was a manager and I did really well in it um, because now I realize I'm a people person. Um, I'm a people person who loves tech, but I'm not a tech person. Yeah, it, I get it now. Right. And I made a choice then to go after the money and it really, you know, wasn't the right idea. If you were to begin your career again in today's world, what would you do? Um, I would definitely stay on the track of sticking to, uh, my strong points, which is working with people. 
Yep. And I would stay in management and really try to help and lift other people up so they can they can be the best coders, they can be the best UI UX developers, they can be the best, you know, um, product managers, whatever it is, like I want to help them be the best at that. And what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? Oh, it's those two things on t- on the side of our ears. Listening. <laughs> um, listening and really listening for what other people are going through, you know, because there's that whole thing like leave your home life at the door. It doesn't happen. You know, if you get a fight with your wife or your husband, you know, your partner, um, it affects who you are during that day. And um, if you see that on someone's face, you know, you see they're dealing with something, um, you don't have to get into what they're dealing with, but you can be a compassionate person and say, man, it looks like you're Looks like something's going on. Anything you gotta, you know, share, or just gonna get off your shoulders, or hey, hey let me take a few, you know, tickets and, and help you out. It looks like you're dealing with something, you know. Yep. And what career objectives are you currently focusing on? Um, speaking up for myself <laughs> and, and building and building my own business. Um, you know, it's a little conundrum of myself. For you know, I've had my own confidence issues. And speaking up for myself, you know, throughout my whole journey on, and even before inside of tech. And so now my objective is to really um, start to be be the voice for the person that wants to speak up. Not so I can speak for them. That's not my job. My job is to enable them um, and be a catalyst so that they can do whatever they want to do in the world and not feel held back. What do you do to keep your own career energized? Um service. You know, I got really clear on this is that one of the reasons why I wasn't very happy is because I wasn't actually working with people and getting that instant feedback, you know, of like, Hey, thanks for your help. Or, or, um, you know, I I really appreciate what you did here. Um, and in my business, I get that now, you know, and I do remember when I was doing a little bit of consulting work, um, and working with a company that I, I took on, um, we took on their IT department and transferred it in. And just that um, they didn't have that before. They didn't have someone that actually cared. And getting that feedback um, keeps me energized, you know, of like, it's that acknowledgement, you know, it's, it's, it's really easy to miss it, especially with social media nowadays and so many things trying to grab our attentions. But when it happens, man, it can feel really great. And people will go out of their way to either get it or to, um, to, I will try to go out of my way now to give it because I know what it means. And what do you do in your spare time? I say away from technology, but it's probably not as relevant, but you know, what, what do you do outside of your, your day-to-day work? Um, you know, I love to travel. Last year I renovated an RV and I traveled the country. Um, and so travel is a big thing for me. Also, I love going out and hiking, get out in nature, um, yoga, uh, meditation, and uh, most recently really got into this whole thing called the Course in Miracles, and that's been sucking my attention. It's made a big difference for me too. So, okay, and Brad, can you share a parting piece of career advice with the IT career and just audience? Yeah, um, if there's that little voice in you, you know, that says something's not right, investigate what that is for you whether that's a career shift, whether that's a a fine-tuning adjustment, whether that's a whole career pivot, right? Um, Listen to that because here's the thing, it it won't ever go away until you address it. 
Yeah. Yeah. And and finally, Brad, what's the best way we can find out more about you and connect with you? Yeah. So um, you can go to my website, uh, bradfinkledye.com. But if you don't know how to spell my name, which took me a while to learn too, and it's my name, <laughs> you can go to uh, don't be a chicken, do what you love dot com. Um, part of my mission is uh, giving away ten thousand little tiny rubber chickens to um, to inspire people and remind them to not that let let that little thing of fear hold them back. And um, it's um, it's the tiny little rubber chickens are um, an inspiration that I took on from a man that encouraged me and he was, um, he gave me a tiny little rubber chicken and he was killed in a terrorist attack about a year after I met him. And I decided to take his mission and keep paying that forward throughout my life. So that that's where the, the don't be a chicken, do what you love comes from. Right. Okay, good. Well, thank you for sharing that story. That's, that's interesting to hear. Yeah. Brad, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. Yeah, you too. Thanks, Phil. Thanks. I appreciate the opportunity. Hi, Phil here again. Well, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with today's guest. You can find full show notes on the website at itcareerenergizer.com e and the number of the episode you've been listening to. If you haven't already subscribed to the show, please make sure that you do so that you get episodes automatically downloaded to your device every Monday. Thanks for listening and have a great week. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.